Marky Worthington podcast all day. All day. Dream by night. <laughs> Don't buy me a drink. Just give me 10 bucks. <laughs> all day. <laughs> Go down to the strip club with your floppy disk and turn it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. You'll get fucking thrown out by Big Tony. <laughs> we're here to name names and make people feel more ashamed for shit that they're not proud of. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. Count your money. No, whatever it is. We're on. Sweet. Um, yeah, so this is... Um, this is going to be um, episode 85. 85. Of the Marky Worthington Comedy Podcast. Lovely. And you might recognize the voice. We got uh, Dom here. I don't think you would, but um, apparently it's distinctive. Um, it is. Five years ago, you said you started, huh? Yeah, five years. Mark's got a document shredder in here, <laughs> which is wise because I just uh, tend to soak my paper in the sink and then I rip it up downstairs in the bin. Because I am concerned about document safety as well, but he even ripped it. You ripped up a receipt before because it had your rewards card. Yeah, so the I've it doesn't extend just to name and address. It, it goes all the way down to any receipts that have my rewards card number or flyby's card number. <laughs> I I, reco- yeah. I, I um, rip that up and shred does, it. Does flyby's work? Um, well, not really. I mean, I heard it was just like you get nothing for flyby's. But well, then again, I think it's like. It pretty much means that every like, fuck, I'm pretty sure that every thousand dollars you spend, you get like ten bucks off. That's how stingy off it is. Off a flight? No, off um your next shop. It's bullshit. But occasionally they'll do like uh, so you get um, like a a point per dollar you spend, and after a thousand points, you get ten bucks off. But I guess that's for though. If you're gonna do your shopping anyway. And they're going to track it anyway. I might as well every now and again. That's no, wise. Get time, get money off. Well, especially deals like that. You imagine for somebody who's like, um, if you're doing the family shop, and yeah. you've got your routine set up, and you've got a family, and every week you're going down and spending like you know, eight hundred bucks on groceries every yeah. week or fortnight because you've got a huge brood. Yeah. Then, like, of course you should have that. Oh, yeah, I remember dad get it anyway. Yeah, I remember my dad used to go through the bin for um. <laughs> uh petrol vouchers at Arendale shops on the bottom of the receipt on the bottom of the receipt and like we weren't like they they had jobs my parents like they, we weren't like ostensibly poor yeah yeah i mean you know it's canberra in the late 90 or mid 90s yeah till my brother's all and we were like oh dad's cheap and then he like changed his kind of ways a little bit but <laughs> he grew up yeah 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 and then but like later in life now i've got older like i actually admire kind of his fact that he didn't give a fuck at all and yeah like, but you know it was weird. it's like dude why are you going through the bins like we're not <laughs> not poor but that's just you being a fucking wuss when you're younger and like worried about everybody else judging you which is horse shit yeah um but yeah, you just go through the bins. And then this the main point is, is one day there was this woman and she tossed out her petrol voucher. Mm. And he's like, why don't you want your petrol voucher? She's like, oh, I don't want cheap petrol. What? Exactly. It's like, it, it, they don't change. That was the, the 90s, wasn't it? By the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, they don't change your petrol up when you give them the voucher. <laughs> like, it, didn't, yeah, it just fucking astounded me. Can you get that from the cheap petrol pump? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, number it's, seven. It's got, yeah. it got a little bit of water mixed in with it. <laughs> Dude, that was a thing in the 90s too. A lot of the time, um, if you went to cheap fuel stations, you would get shit fuel. I remember when I was a kid, my old man, because when we, were, when we were younger, we had a 1986 Mitsubishi Pajero four-wheel drive, short wheelbase. So it's only got two doors. Um, and It's not a family car. Well, two kids, you know. Ah. Two. So you just creep around the back door and go, yeah. Yeah, we'd either climb over the seat and then Dad would get the shit to me like, put the seat forward. You'll fucking wreck all the all the <laughs> all the padding in the seat. You're always climbing over it with your fucking muddy boots. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's always barking at you. Yeah, yeah. it just doesn't matter. Like it, it, he meant well because he liked his shit to last. Yeah, yeah, no, know? yeah. Um, I don't think you can win as I got old. I'm not, I don't have any kids, but I think as I get older, you realize now, like, you cannot win as a parent. Yeah. Like, you can only minimize the risk. It's more so risk management. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a whole thing that the, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Um, no, we see a lot of things with the kids now. They're all like, oh, my parents, this and that, my parents. And, you know, I've done everybody, but like, you know, you only get one set of parents. Yeah. So anyway, you were saying about the Pajero. Oh yeah. So um, he used to do a lot of his own mechanics work at home, and um, whenever he'd change the fuel filter, he'd make a point of like calling me over 
and tapping out all the stuff yeah. and be like, see all that shit, mate. That if I didn't have this fuel filter, that would have went into the fucking into the, into the yeah. into the carbies. Yeah. Like he'd yeah. be there'd be metal flakes and shit because eventually those big tanks under the grounds at the um, fuel station get bits of debris and stuff yep. in there and that's yeah so it was a big thing no, my dad always talked about that he always hated it and he still hates it to this day if i drive my car down to like like he's like you shouldn't never get your car down to like close to e because mm. he's like you're just sucking up all the shit that's at the bottom of your fuel tank yeah and you just you're doing yourself no 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 favors but he wasn't like his dad did that to him where he was taking apart like engines in the kitchen and like showing him all that stuff but <laughs> yeah. it, you know, i never had that with him yeah like but um yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've, I've seen people washing the heads of their engines in the dishwasher before their wife gets home. Like, they're just like, oh, I just can't be fucked cleaning it. Put a bit of degreaser on there and chuck it in the fucking, in the in the top of the dishwasher. Yeah, my grandmother apparently used to go nuts because my grandfather would do that. They, she'd come home and, like, you just have taken apart a fucking entire engine in, like, this tiny kitchen in <laughs> Sydney or something. So. <laughs> yeah, you were saying, I think, before um, we had a chat about... Um, about your old man is sounds like a bit of a hard ass man was he like like fairly tough mm. but you have to be if you people don't you don't care what people think about you and that sort of shit like there's an element of, bit, he's just uh, uh he's he wasn't tough like uh, it's it's like when you compare something i don't know you compare it like oh was he tough but then you think of all like the other sort of tip he was he was certainly a disciplinary like yeah he was an asshole in many ways yeah. <laughs> but like in retrospect as you get older and you start to like like yourself or, or, or you know you become comfortable with life or whatever you're like oh no that worked out well like i see yeah. why they did that but um but yeah he certainly would put the hardwood on you but then again like then you meet somebody who's you read horror stories about what people have to put up with at the same time he was really relaxed as well yeah Bit anyway. like my old man. He was like fair but harsh when he needed to be. Like it was just sort of like um if if something happened, he'd just be like, All right, boys, you know not to do that. And you'd be like, Yeah, we know. And he'd be like, Well, don't do it again. <laughs> like yeah, you know what I mean? Well my dad was unpredictable and then also Oh fuck, we turned this into a therapy session. Yeah, that's what I'm talk- worried about. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Let's not talk about our parents. You know, like, <laughs> he was a man. <laughs> he was a person he had good traits and bad traits and he, did, he did his best could have been better in some areas yes he could have was he great in some areas yes he was Do just I a love general him statement yeah just an, just an empty <laughs> statement of like yeah look he's still around so let's not talk of him it's a bit like when i'm they... going to japan with him in july at least so oh, that'll cool. be nice um like um since my mum passed away he's um we get along really well these days and we decided, you know, he, he always just jokes, this is his last, you know, we, we were saying the other day, all the fellas were like, oh, this is our last decade. And he's like, yeah, let's choose what razor blades to slash our wrists with. Fuck. Mind you, he used to always say that shit himself. Like, a- he even before. Thought he, yeah, he thought he thought he was, oh, I'll die before your mother and all this crap. He's like, just stop being a fucking miserable <laughs> Anyway. I feel but, like that comes with being, like, self-aware, though. Like, some people are just completely, like, oblivious to the fact that they will die one day. And then I think, I think that when people, like, smarter people are more in touch with like their existence and how long it'll last for yeah yeah well they say yeah i, I saw one of those youtube shorts the other day i had like some indian mystic uh for a second he's like yeah there's two types of people people who appreciate life in the present and every moment and then i don't know why this came up and fucking god knows what my algorithm is on youtube <laughs> but it's awfully confused <laughs> um and then the other part was he's like and then other people who just never think about that but i don't know can you really know what other people think no people don't know what they think i don't know what i think sometimes like sometimes i'll you know <laughs> it's like there's a there was somebody talking about a boss at work in their job the other day and yeah. they're like my boss doesn't like to hear the truth right and everybody's like i speak the truth and i tell the truth and it's like well yeah that's good and you need to but the truth hurts as well so if you only ever spit in truth there's only so much people can handle before they just start to fucking fall apart yeah as well because like whether you like it or not, there is a kind of sected level of bullshit that everybody lives with to kind of keep everything lubricated. Because <laughs> if everybody was just being truthful all the time, everybody would just be a 
fucking fanatical lunatic and and I was like but this but at the same time that like, I'm like well that's kind of your boss will get away with that short term but long term it's not good because it means he's probably not running his business very yeah. well if he doesn't want to hear your guys suggestions and things like that I mean look at this shit in Ukraine and Russia right now mm. like Ukraine is the best tank fighting country in the world it's just like open fields it's a big grain country yeah and it's like all the biggest tank battles of the second world war occurred in Ukraine essentially and like the Russians are the biggest tank force in the world. And within 11 months of war, they haven't made more than 180 kilometers. With mm. a, you know, like a, what was supposed to be a mobile breakthrough force. Yeah. So, and that's because everybody was lying, apparently, is, is the theories yeah, going yeah. around. And that they didn't bring petrol, they didn't bring food because they were an organization where nobody actually said, uh, listen, sir, this is a problem. We actually can't do this. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine. It's all good. And then he goes up next. Oh, yeah, we can do it. Fucking 188. It's ready to go. No problems, mate. All right. And then right, give us that four million for the yeah. And then we'd sell it off on the side. And that's why they're in this position. And now it's just a fucking meat grinder. Can you tell, dude? I've been looking at. I've gotten to Reddit for the first time yeah, recently. Yeah. Just watching. I don't know what. You're off socials, but you're on Reddit and well, YouTube. Oh, like. I'll like log into it yeah. or like yeah. I don't really get involved because okay. I'm like I it's too you see all the people arguing and then I get too hoity and arrogant I'm like what's the fucking point of even talking to anybody yeah, like yeah. I'm not going to change anybody's viewpoints here occasionally I'll get myself banned by going after one person right and um and then like if it's a bad day or something <laughs> well, I don't know it's a bad day but it's like ah, <laughs> oh, you're my target and then <laughs> Well, why would you do that? <laughs> Which is uh, ex probably exactly what caused the Ukraine war, just a bad day and now they have to, like, keep the ball rolling. Yeah, well, it seems to be a bit <laughs> like that. Like, he's decided to do it. But there was uh, some guy kept sending me, like, suicide away. I went after one guy and read it, like, a year and a half ago or something. <laughs> and then I kept kept getting like temporary bans and then i'd go after him like four days later or something and he kept sending like i uh, reddit kept up uh, reddit kept asking me like am i going to kill myself or is everything okay <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he kept putting like suicide awareness things on and i didn't know people could do that on the internet that like they can use these it. kind of policing tools <laughs> of like to troll people basically well yeah i was trolling him but he didn't want to keep arguing back so he started to do this faux compassion where it's like oh Mate, I don't want you to kill yourself because I'm a little concerned about what you're up to. Oh, and it's like, right. but then again, in retrospect, it's like, yeah, why was I going at that guy so hard? <laughs> I wasn't going that. So, so, something that you've said on stage before that I still um, have playing in my mind every now and again when something happens to me in public is just, it's still in your voice, just playing in in fucking constant. Repeat. Well, you get rid of it soon, yeah. Yeah, well, dude, it's uh, a few more podcasts worth of therapy and I'll be fine. I just yeah, got to talk yeah, about yeah. my dad and that's, shit. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah um, that's uh, when you're just like, I remember once you're doing a bit of crowd work. I don't know if this is like a bit of work that you do. I don't want to burn out your material. Nah, but, no, no, no. But, but basically, you're just like, you see, what we've got here is a social faux pas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And whenever I'm in a situation out in public, I'm like, <laughs> fuck, we've got a social faux pas here. Yeah. <laughs> social claymore was the one that, yeah, I like, yeah, I like poetic language and, and I speak French. Oh, yeah. And then, not very well. Yeah. But I lived there for a year. Um, enough to live there for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I had to learn it cause I was living there for eight months and yeah. then I didn't, I, I, I knew like two words and then it was a little village. So I had to learn it. Yeah. So I stumble through it now. Yeah. Like the funny thing is, is apparently my accent's all right. The way I pronounce the words. Okay. But I don't understand any of the grammar or like the correct way they order their sentences. Yeah. I don't know if it's syntax your natural it. voice is that of a of a french smoker though so that's why <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god doing lots of drugs and smoking changed my voice yeah. mind you though people Made always feel like your voice was fucking weird when you when you're um when i was younger yeah right and then and then i think as well when you get on stage as a comedian like you you get it's so uncomfortable when you start that you just start something kind of just starts to formulate mm. And then you you just kind of slot into something. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this feels comfortable. Well, not even feels good. This feels right. Mm. And then, 
and I think in this age as well, especially with the fucking internet and stuff, there's so many influences coming at people all the time. Yeah. It's like people were doing autism tests at like at work the other day is a bit of a laugh. Yeah. And one of the autism questions was like, um, do you quote movies all the time? Yeah. And I got a mate and he's like a riff machine with movies. Yeah. He'd yeah. be like, that's like this line out of that movie. He just, he just smokes so much, but, and then he'll, um, for any situation, he'll just bring the line out. Like I remember when we were younger, we were playing FIFA one day <laughs> and he used to just fucking kick my ass. <laughs> Another and, autism sign, good at FIFA. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, pos- yeah. And he hit the post like nine times in the game. And it, like on the ninth time he hit the post, he just goes, oh, this place is cursed. <laughs> and I burst out laughing because I remembered the mummy yeah, and that yeah, guy yeah. and I couldn't stop laughing. And he just, yeah, he just, he reckons he's maybe got autism, but at the same time, I think like for all these diagnoses, and this is just me, but like it's like bipolar, right? People yeah. are like, oh, I'm bipolar. It's like, all right, what does that mean? It's like, well, I have real highs and I have real lows. It's like, all right, you have now, feelings, not by bipolar. Well, <laughs> you know, if the di- if if they give you a diagnosis, and I understand also medically, if they give you a diagnosis or something and it helps provide, like a diagnosis is a tool. If it's a tool that helps aid you to improve your life and your personal yeah. circumstances, then go with it. But ultimately, they're just, you know, that's doctor's words. It's somebody else giving you a label. Yeah. Like, if you got bipolar, it's like, okay, well, we've got real highs and got real lows. It's like, well, fuck, if, I, if we were hunting for a mammoth back mm. in the day, That'd be awesome. Like, mm. we're going to track an animal for six days. I'm going to be wired for six days. We're going to kill it. We're going to drag the meat back to camp. And then I'm going to pass out for six days after eating. Mm. That's not fucking bipolar. That's been like an awesome hunter. Yeah. Or like, you're the best berry picker in the fucking village because you're just like, and then you pass out. And then similarly, what was the first thing we were talking about? Not bipolar. Autism. Autism. It's like, oh, well, if you pick up movie stuff, it's like, or if you imitate that without, then it's like autism. Mm. It's like, okay, but surely that everybody just learns through osmosis and imitation anyway. Like if you're in a tribe of a hundred people, like if you, you pick up the traits of your mates as well yeah, without yeah. even thinking. Yeah. Then it's like, well, is it really autism? It's just like, that's just a normal human thing. Like a bird will listen to a fucking car alarm and start doing the car alarm. Yeah. Because nobody ever expected it to be in a position where it had to listen to a car alarm. <laughs> we had a bird in my old neighborhood that used to do the, when you lock the car, you used to go beep, beep. Like yeah. the fucking bird used to make it. Yeah. I used to have a bit about how I think birds have Tourette's. <laughs> I vaguely, vaguely yeah, remember. Yeah. But then I had another bit about how birds are racist because they don't know what they look like necessarily, but they know when the birds they're with don't look like them and they tell them fuck off if they land next to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, I haven't heard you do that. Yeah, bit. so... Um, but there's so many jokes about like magpies and stuff going around that I just like kind of shied away from that and just put on the back burner. Cause like, I mean, every magpie season, there's always a comedian that goes off about why do they swoop you sort of thing. So I just was like, oh, I don't want to just fit into that mold of everyone else. Yeah. I think about that on the way over of like that, that creative part of being a, a comedian where it's like, you're just trying to be a, a person talking, you know, being relatable and just being funny. And then also like that artistic thing where you're like, Ooh, trying to do something Something different mm. if it's a good joke it's a good joke yeah true. like especially small town if you just do it in camera like yeah. and, and you're doing open mics if, if, if a magpies come up talk about magpies yeah yeah like i yeah. mean you've got you always do new stuff all the time you've got so many jokes in your bag of tricks i don't think you should be it's i don't think anyone's i think it stuff's hacky particularly when people are like their career is based on hacky stuff right. and they're like making lots of money off like what is what is like a real Trying not to particularly be interesting well maybe yeah that or not or not particularly interesting yeah okay and it's like oh another magpie joke i prefer but- someone that's trying to be edgy than someone that's trying to play it safe i think like there's there's i mean either way like someone that's being fake is bad but i've seen a few comedians that might write a good bit but because potentially it could be offensive they'll like ditch the whole joke because i don't really associate with many of them i don't worry about that anymore 
Yeah. And I don't really, and I don't listen to anybody. I sound like a cockhead, but it's true. I don't listen to anybody before I get up because I would get really in my own head before I get up. Yeah. Because often I come straight from work, so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing tonight? And I'm yeah. just trying to get in. And also I take it really seriously. Like you're going up there to potentially in a good chance to make an absolute clown of yourself. And that's kind of what you should do. So get ready to clown. You know, it's like playing a game. I know it's just fucking yeah. down basement, but there's always a crowd there. Yeah. To come out there. So fucking have a go. Yeah, sometimes I'll just do a set and be like, that wasn't my best work. <laughs> oh, <all laughs> you the just time, fucking yeah. feel that. Most oh, of the time, actually. The worst is when you get off and then you're like, oh, and then all the ideas that could have added on to that idea and it flows. But yeah. that's just. The amount of people that come up and say, can I get up again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, I always do that too. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think a couple times you'd be like, can uh, I close? <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, you went up at the. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's that thing. And the, my first ever time doing comedy, I stepped off stage and wanted to go back. And I'm like, that's how I know that I'm into it. You mm. know what I mean? Um, but you're saying before about um we're talking about autism and i did a whole like the intro of my previous um, one of my previous episodes i did with doug stanhope 82 was the episode number um we started with autism because we did it over zoom and um he said to me at the start i didn't include this part in the episode because we didn't hadn't started yet but <laughs> did he start breaking your balls immediately no he, he said to me he's like um is like are you like is it recording is it set up and i was just like oh no i just need to like finish getting it ready to record and he's like oh, i thought you were just having trouble with eye contact like that's why i wasn't staring at the camera because yeah, yeah. i'm like looking around the screen trying to get the recording set up i'm like yeah well it could be that or it could be just autism and then he was just like oh um we started the episode by talking about autism because we'd just been talking about it and the point that he was making was because i said it's there's quite a bit of there's quite a few people in the spectrum in the comedy scene and he said isn't one of the symptoms of autism not understanding humor like wouldn't that be a problem in comedy yeah um but it just i like i said in the episode i think that it just depends you pick and choose what you think's funny sometimes you'll think some things are funny whereas other people won't but you tend to still have a sense of humor. It just not might not be the same as everyone else's. Well, that's the thing. Is like, what point do these diagnoses stop meaning? Okay, you can say there's a lot of people with autism in the scene. Yeah. But there's a lot of people with autism everywhere now. Yeah. It's like I remember somebody asked Bill Bird a question one day. They're like, oh, is it true the comedians are like sad clowns? He's like, well, maybe, sort of. He's like, there's fucking sad lawyers. The sad bricklayers. Yeah. Sad everybody. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, of course you know it's yeah so it's the only difference is we publicly talk about our feelings whereas the bricklayer just smashes six beers on his lunch break yeah exactly i met a bricklayer the other night who was a husband of a woman i worked with at one of the old hospitals and she and like he lovely dude but like yeah obviously he, he just yeah very open and just about what it and that's the reputation with bricklayers about just what he'd have to smash just to get through the day because it fucking just they're just tough as yeah yeah, that's exactly so, right. You're saying about hitting the post in FIFA. Yeah. That reminds me. Um, so the I don't, I don't know if anyone knows of the follows the Canberra ice hockey scene, but there's a Canberra Canberra mm -hmm. ice hockey team now called Brave. Okay, they used yeah, to be yeah. Knights. They changed mm -hmm. in 2014 to Brave. Um, I used to play broomball, dude. Oh, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, I used to play for the Hornets, which is a D grade team. Mm -hmm. um, and. Uh, yeah, when I broke my ankle, I broke my ankle playing ice hockey. Um, and Understandable. Yeah, it's surprising that it was, couldn't have, like more shit didn't happen. Actually, it's pretty full on, and I wasn't fit. I'm still mm. not fit, but it was the only sport which I didn't. I wasn't already against the curve. Like if I decided to play basketball, I'd be always pushing shit up a hill because I'm yep. five foot seven. Mm -hmm. But with ice hockey, I was already the right build for it. So now all I needed to do was work on being good at the game. I didn't have to like also fight genetics as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. That's I, why I like soccer, man, because yeah. like I played rugby as a kid. Yeah. But I love in soccer that you play to the body 
you know, you can have a guy like Pete, I don't know if you heard Pete Crouches, but you look at him and he, does, and he played at the top level. He does not look like an athlete. Yeah. Like six foot eight or whatever. And then you can have a guy who's like five foot four. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, dude, you look like a fucking international soccer player. You yeah, it's because like... I'm getting these fresh fade cuts yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You look like you've got all the cheats written on your drink bottle and shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're the I, goalie. I, clean, <laughs> I clean the mirrors downstairs in the apartment. Yeah. I, I yeah. have a hair salon. Yeah. So they do my hair for free. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like an expensive hair salon. Yeah, yeah. So the guy, when he, like, he's got like four different razors when he's mm-hmm. doing my fade. Yeah, and you can walk out. <laughs> feeling like you've been transferred to Real Madrid for 40 million pounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, um, they did a um, come and play with the Brave thing where they got a bunch of Brave Canberra Brave players and just had like an open rink where anyone could go and just like shoot a few um, pucks around with actual Brave players. And I'd only just started. I think I'd been doing ice hockey for like maybe three months. And uh, Jimmy Byers, who's like 19, he's been playing since he was four. Like his parents got him into it and he's just, he's already at the A level. At the time he's 19, I think he's like probably mid-20s now. Anyway, he, um, I see him and I'm just like, Jimmy, and I like, I've got a park. Are you, ready? Are you ready? excited? Like, ready? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I'm about to pass to Jimmy Byers. Yeah. And I fucking pass it to him just real real fucking like careful and dude he goes oh thanks man he's like super polite Mm soft-spoken he's like oh thanks man and he goes he's just like you ready i'll give i'll pass it back and i'm thinking to myself i'm about to receive a pass from jimmy buyers dude Mm -hmm. he passes it to me it hits my stick my stick um like I'm not holding it very tight mm-hmm. and it moves the stick away as it hits. Like his pass moves my stick. That's how shit I was holding it. And then it deflects off the stick and goes between my legs. I try to grab it with a stick and just fall flat on my fucking face. Mm. And he just humiliating. Yeah. Dude, and he, and he literally just goes super calm. He's just like, Oh, you'll, you'll get there, man. And just fucking skates off. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, he, I was like, because actually I didn't land on my face. I just fell forward, but I put my hands out and um, I was kind of in like a planking position. And, uh, and, and uh, but later on, you're talking about hitting the post, dude. They, what they did is they lined up a bunch of pucks and were just like hitting them into the net from like the, the um, one of the, the lines, like about a third of the field out, slapping them in. And um, Jimmy comes over and he's just like, he's like, yeah, guys, like it's it's easy to hit it into the net. Do you want to try a really good training technique? See if you can hit the post. Because if you can hit the post, then the net seems easy. And they're like, yeah. Well, at least he's always that soft spoken, so it didn't feel like so harsh. And he's like, oh, you'll get there, mate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's normally just like, fuck yeah. yeah. And then like, as a kid, when I didn't score any goals in soccer, like it was. Yeah, they'd always put on the thing like yet to come. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, thanks. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so it lines one up, and it's a training park, so they're not like they're like dinged up and old and that sort of shit, which probably helped what happened. So he he lines it up, and they're like, "All right, then, Jimmy, you hit one into the post." And he goes, "All right, then." So he lines it up and just fucking slaps it. It hits the post so hard the puck split in half, Oof. dude. And um, we're just like, everyone was like, what so the So he fuck? hit it hard and accurate, and just accurate, like that. Straight in, dude. Was he impressed with himself, though? Like, it was a bit unexpected? or no, was he's it... fucking cool as a cucumber, dude. He, he, he skates away. He's just like, yeah, look, that's how you oh, Look, he can be lucky sometimes. It goes in, dude. And then, like, a few weeks later, he was at a game in Melbourne and slapped one towards the, the goal but missed it. And it hit the fucking, um, you know, that really high impact perspex. Yeah, pers- yep, yeah, yeah. It hit that and 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 shattered it. It didn't break, but it cracked or like it. It looked like it was broken, but it stayed together because it's safety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like people are like fuck. Are we safe behind this shit? And it's like for a normal person, yes, mm. but for him. I can tell why he fucking can smash that shit. Considering he's a huge fella. No, just to, just like just to fit like you know, average height sort of dude. But I think it's just it comes down to um, technique versus uh, strength. Technique's a big like in soccer. If um, not very good, but if you try, if I'm shooting, mm. sometimes you'll just you, you're like, oh, I'm gonna hit it as hard as I can, and it's like a, it's a piddling like you, you've completely buggered it and then other times you just won't think and you just very gently 
and you just feel right and you just follow through, but you barely feel like you moved your leg. And yep. as soon as it leaves your foot, you just know. And this yeah. thing just rockets off your For damn sure. foot. And you're like, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I guess the strength comes in when you're powerful, but then you've, you're doing that when you're powerful already. Yeah. Like if you're a, good, a big guy like Zalatan or something, you know, we talk about those soccer players where he, he just doesn't even, he's just relaxed and he hits it and it's still probably like, solid yeah you know 12 times what i could hit <laughs> so yeah i remember we played dodgeball in high school once and um there was one person on each side left everyone else was out mm -hmm. and um it was this chick on one side that was only still in because she was up the back and everyone else was copping all the hits. Yeah, yeah 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 so it just comes down to like this gazelle versus yeah, some huge this like... fucking dude yeah yeah his name was jonesy matt jones he was a fucking unit and um he was like body he's like one of the ones that got into bodybuilding like when he was too young to do it so he like stunted his growth but he was mm -hmm. like hell solid there's like mm -hmm. an oompa loompa mm -hmm. and um but he was solid as fuck dude and um yeah he fucking um he kicked the he he sorry he threw the ball so fucking hard dude he made her cry he missed her but it hit the wall behind her and it hit so hard that the teacher was just like all right we're gonna just call it at that yeah, like yeah. it hits a it's a yeah, wild was... time in pe man i remember once when we were playing dodgeball we had this they're all like just the yellow like volleyballs that we're using did you have those squishy balls yeah so we had yeah. one squishy one left over from the 90s it's mm -hmm. still it's done 100 games not out the like, yeah, yeah 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 and it was it was a bit foamy but it was like the same color as oscar the grouch dude mm -hmm. it, and it looked like him too it was all ragged looked like he'd been in a <laughs> bin yeah, yeah that, that that fine like <laughs> yeah it was peeling off yeah it had, had patina and yeah. um patina yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we th um what we're while we're playing we're like jonesy see if you can get this into the change room so up in the top section of the um sports court was like the change rooms and there was a gap about this big so for the audio listeners about half a meter mm -hmm. like a little gap at the top of the change rooms but it was on the second floor and we're like jonesy see if you can get the oscar ball in through that gap so that we can steal it so he fucking throws it up there, dude, and it goes in the gap. So we just leave that chill in there. So after PE, everyone goes up to the change room to get changed, and no one took it. What we did is we all stood around with our deodorant cans and sprayed it until the can ran out. So this thing was a big foam ball covered in deodorant. It was dripping yeah. wet. <laughs> and then my yeah. buddy Porky, who had a Zippo lighter, fucking lit it on fire, and we kicked it around while it was fucking <laughs> on fire. <laughs> and then someone got hyped and fucking yeah. booted it at the wall and i that swear awesome. <laughs> i swear to this is teenage shit dude how long did it last on fire it was i think it's still on fire dude that was like 10 <laughs> years ago and the fucking there was like a it's a good idea there was a splodge on the wall where some it started to melt someone kicked it at the wall and there was like a big green splodge on the wall from where the ball was melted and hit the wall yeah and then, yeah, Porky just got way too fucking hyped. He got it in another deodorant can, busted the top off it, and then lit the fucking flame that was like the spray that was coming out and threw it into the room like a grenade. And we all fucking ran out half changed <laughs> trying to put our pants up and shit. And uh, we get to out of the room and we just hear it go fucking bang. <laughs> yeah. So the teacher would have walked in there and been exploded fucking deodorant can and Oscar the ball just fucking on fire still. Did they get you in trouble for it with the ball? The problem was it was a whole... It was a whole class. And no one admitted shit. Yeah. That's yeah. old school shit, man. No one spoke to the teachers. You just fucking did it. No one said shit. Yeah, they used to always put the hard word on me. Yeah. Come they, on, Dom, you know. You know what happened. That's what they do, right? They're like, Dom, you can tell us. It's all right. You yeah. won't get in trouble. Tell us and you won't. Oh, no, because they, they knew my parents because my mum was a teacher. Yeah, so she okay. always saw with the teachers. My dad was fucking <laughs> like a disciplinarian in the army. Anyway, but they're, um, I remember that shit in school all the time, the change rooms. Mm. And like, yeah, uh, we uh, like potato guns. Brother made potato guns, and then we stomachs and we like we used to get like a bow and arrow with a proper arrow, and we just used to shoot it up into the air in the oval, and we would just run around. 
and then like the arrow would be like dunk fucking funny that's so wild dumb and then like one day like my brother's mate ricky was like trying to like shoot a bird with the bow and arrow because like we were making bow and we had to cut down all these trees in the backyard and we started like oh let's make bows and arrows out of these things and we like really got into it and we're like with our neighbors and we like started whittling these things down from string work to right and then one of like there was this elderly couple in the neighborhood who saw us making bows and arrows like oh have this and it was just like a long piece of green fiberglass with like a red bike handle on it. And then like you would- <laughs> Like a push bike handle just on well, Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Somebody had made it, but it was a fucking real bow. Yeah. But, and then you'd, you know, you'd, 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 you'd string it up and you'd have this piece of like this fucking solid piece fiberglass bow. So, and then we're like, oh, let's go and get some real arrows. And then anyway, he was trying to shoot this bird with the arrow and then like he- he was tracking this bird one day and then he just and he released it on the oval and some woman was walking with her pram. Oh, I'm not going to say it almost hit her, but like she was walking to pram and the bow was, you know, the arrow was just in the ground next to her. Like to say she was like not impressed, to say the least, it would be yeah. an understatement. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea with a fluff. Like I, no one ever thought of that, get one of those foam balls and soaking it in in deodorant and fucking lighting it on fire and then kicking around it was a wild time yeah dude. yeah yeah and everyone would have been giggling their asses off yeah it was just everyone's just fucking like anyone burn their feet nah dude we just, just we just no one even considered whether that would be a, an issue like being young was one of those things in high school where people were just like yeah i suppose if you brought it to my attention i would have been worried about it but at the time we're just like fuck yeah let's yeah do you just get in you just get involved i feel sorry for these kids these days man because I, I get the impression they don't do that shit at all mm. like this there's so always a rat there's always one it only takes one person to dob them in and that fucks the whole thing well they'll always um they're so level-headed mm. that they don't seem to get up to silliness yeah they actually consider wait there's danger involved in this yeah. whereas i think that it's one of those things it's only fun if everyone just does it without thinking like there's an element of fucking stupidity to it where you're just yeah. sitting there like and you need that element to not be worried it's a bit like when people you act, can't know any better and everybody sort of knows better now yeah yes yeah, like if someone's having a bad trip like the only reason that started the bad trip is they fucking realized they were having a trip like if you don't realize that you're in danger you have fun yeah i've never had that issue i don't like, do drugs but like i'm i just i've being a bartender for like 10 years you occasionally get that one person even not just like drugs but like alcohol where they'll just have that one extra drink and before you know it they're like man i really loved that chick man why did she leave me and you're just like all right that's enough for you yeah. <laughs> like you're just that yeah. one too many yeah yeah but that's also why you do it so you can unadulteratedly like get that shit out <laughs> true like better yeah. out than in and it's like oh well, oh sorry bartender but you're gonna cop it now <laughs> man i really fucking love yeah, <laughs> yeah she was gonna be bad the mother trips, of my kids. I, but like i've luckily i've like i never lost my mind people would sometimes call me like oh dude i just took acid somehow i became the acid guy or something and, and, like, <laughs> <The acid man. laughs> and then it was just okay well no matter what would happen it would be like oh you will there could be that that crazy thing that you're thinking or it could be the fact that four hours ago you took a really powerful psychedelic drug and maybe that's influencing your thought process and they're like oh yeah that could be it like it will end like and sometimes yeah you have like real dark thoughts like that scene in like fear and lows in las vegas yeah. where he like um someone brought up to me the other day because they're talking about us and i was trying to pretend like i didn't know what they're talking about but they're um that scene where like he's looking at everybody in the Las Vegas bar and he's like, oh, and everybody just looks ugly. It's like a dinosaur yeah, drinking a drink. Yeah, like yeah. that could be a bad moment. Yeah. But it's also kind of just you're like, oh, what a what a buzz. It's tripping out of your mind. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I won't burn the bit, but you've got that bit about how like everyone is like when they're on drugs, they're talking about all the world issues and shit. Mm. but it's just like maybe the real issue is we're all on drugs like that yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. like but no one wants to address that they'd prefer to talk about all the other things in the world than the fact that like they're just sitting there doing nothing but doing drugs yeah it's that you see that stuff on youtube all the time sometimes you get into arguments with people they're like they, it's like they, 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 they can't wrap their heads around 
it's like some guy the other day he's like all oh, the rulers the man the rulers of the world like mm. no it's, it's like okay they do get together at davos and like the side shit but you ever worked so many jobs and then notice as you got old as well you, you had that moment where you expected to meet the adults in the room yeah and then you never did mm. and then you realize it's just usually like a whole bunch of incompetence and chaos on top of one another and like more often it's stupidity more than well i guess stupidity might be a form of maliciousness yeah but like yeah they're, they're making schemes and plans but like the idea that it's all going according to their plan is fucking is insane they just it's like covid yeah yeah people are like oh people made money off covid which is you know of, of course they did yeah if you have like if if you're mark now yeah. And we got in this office, except you got fifteen million dollars in the bank, yeah. and you know there's a pandemic coming in, mm. and you can be like, and you're not going to work every day because mm. you don't need the money, and then you're like, you can get on the your computer and go, oh well, pandemic, oh major pharmaceutical companies, oh yeah, well maybe I'll just shift a couple of million into this company and see what happens. Yeah, of course you're gonna do that. It's just the nature of the system um yeah just because someone's making money doesn't mean that it was some malicious plan for them to make money it could be just coincidental yeah profit is profit yeah and there's so many people in the fucking world scared money don't make money how's that for a fucking quote scared money don't make money yeah well yeah because that's how the system's arranged that makes sense i love learning about new sayings i'd love to have like a big gigantic book that has like all the sayings from all the cultures in the world <laughs> you know, like a broken clock's right twice a day yeah yeah, yeah. i only stalking aphorisms and sayings <laughs> you'd just be the most annoying person like yeah. i remember once this guy at my one of my old jobs tried to tell me a um tried to tell me like a um a saying but it, he like translated it from wherever, mm -hmm. like the, the other country. Those ones was. Are fun, yeah, it did, and it just made no sense because he just just try. This is the saying he says to me. He's just like, well, you know, there's a saying where I come from. Um, <laughs> a uh, you can't get a camel into the hut without getting it to duck first. Yeah, and I'm like, I get what you're saying, <laughs> but I don't have a lot of experience with camels. Or tents. Or huts. Or huts, yeah. <laughs> I think I can conceptually, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, like as as just like a white dude that's always lived in Australia, I'm like, oh, is that like Jabba the Hutt or what? Like, yeah, what? yeah, Jabba the Hutt, what? <laughs> dude, imagine trying to translate, we're not here to fuck spiders. Yeah, imagine that. Like, what? But also, like, it doesn't make sense to people that know what that means. I know what it means. Yeah. I just don't know why the fuck that even came about. I mean, the last thing I want to think about is a spider anywhere near my dick. You know what I mean? Like, I don't be old <laughs> fucking huntsman, just hairy legs. Which is dumb. We're not here to do nothing. Yeah. We're yeah. not here to do nothing that makes no sense. That's like the this, point of it, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's just that absurdity of humor. It's like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, that's we're a, not here to do ridiculous things. King Parrot um has merch with that on there not not, fuck spiders. Yeah. That's i like good that merch yeah i like that open i like that one where they um i think it's um shit on the liver yeah and they do the little parking inspector skit yeah, at the yeah. start a nice uh cup of bonics and you know go talk to him talk tight to him <laughs> and yeah and they go out and then it's like oh we've had a good day don't we've let him good, ruin yeah, it yeah yeah we've had a good day matthew don't ruin it yeah <laughs> fuck yeah, King yeah and he goes dude. out and yeah <laughs> the other one is another good um song they've got is 10 pounds of shit and a five, yeah, pound bag. five pound bag what's the skit at the start of that one um where they're just giving someone shit as uh giving slats shit as he's walking down the street or something um yeah you look like 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag mate yeah i think that's i think that's got some of the riffs in it i like um i've had like, slats on the podcast before as well the the, um, the singer no nah, the he's the, the bass, bass player guitarist, yeah yeah one of the original members yeah the fat um, fella yeah yeah he's a moment he, like in good. that bozo clip and he just pulls his i sound fucking beautiful as <laughs> usual <yeah. laughs> well there's the the other clip they've got about it's a ripoff on the shining have you seen that yeah, one yeah i've seen that one yeah, yeah. and, and so, skitsies in that one yeah he's on, 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 tricycle. on the tricycle yeah well there's so the guitarist fucking axes the door down at the he's, end yeah that's right yeah and he's like well, what's he saying yeah. instead of saying how's it going yeah, yeah he's yeah. how you fucking going yeah yeah instead of 
Here's Johnny. You always were an asshole, Mr. Slattery. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's playing the bartender. Yeah, that's it. When's the last time he fucking had any fun? Yeah. Yeah, you're not living till you shit yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like an old... Yeah, dude, li- people should listen to King Parrot if they haven't already. Um, those clips are fucking awesome. But I told a couple stories before. Let's do our story time segment, see if we can get a fucking... Sure. Um, get up. All right, I'm going to play the play the theme tune. Mm-hmm, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. Come on, grab your friends. We're all okay. (laughs) The fun will never end. It's story time. There we go. Just, I didn't expect you to uh, ad lib or a cappella the theme. Yep. Well, it's story time. Story time. Uh, I told a couple of stories. I had the one about Jimmy Byers with the puck and also the dodgeball in school. Uh, Do you have any any like of the go to? stories no i'm a bad storyteller <laughs> genuinely i think i'm a bad storyteller um until i until if you get a few drinks with me and i'm a bit stoned yeah and i can all of a sudden remember something <laughs> then i'll tell a good story but on the spot i'm not very good at telling stories so this is a good time for story time i've got a um i've got one to get us into it i'll yeah, tell you about I, I went um so I mentioned my buddy Porky who had the Zippo before. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I remember one time we were on the we went on the bus to go and check out and go to a school excursion. Porky was um. Porky Porky was known for like trying to fit in, be the cool guy. He was a chubby kid. That's why they called him Porky. He pukes on the bus. That's a whole story, right? Now. It's a bit I do on stage. I'm not going to tell the, that full story. But off the back end of that, once he finally gets over the shame of puking, we get back to school, right? It's been like a couple months. People stop giving him shit for puking on the bus. It's all forgotten because we're talking about school kids and how brutal they can be. Mm. Dude, we get back to school. He decides that he's, he's um, going to go partake in some extracurriculars, curricular activities before class basically go and smoke some weed mm-hmm. over at the mm-hmm. thing or or maybe just cigarettes i don't fucking know because remember in high school when even smoking cigarettes was edgy like people yeah, would have to go high. Yeah, yeah they yeah. had to go run over the over they away from the school to, they, oh uh, yeah there was a, a group and some of them my friends but you know then sometimes they yeah there was oh they, they had the smokers yeah yeah, yeah they yeah. they had like a um i kind so, of envy them in retrospect because like all people would come into their little thing that had their own little thing over there mm. well yeah. there was a grandstand near our school it was part, part of a showground that was just over the road and what they did stoners and fucking cigarette smokers and shit back in the day were super fucking innovative so they ripped up some floorboards and made like a little fucking hideout under the grandstand. So they'd go up to the top of the grandstand, pull these floorboards aside, and there was like a couple old mattresses and shit yeah. down there, and they'd just yeah. sit around down there. Yeah. Um, now, old mate Porky's done whatever he's going to do before school. Problem is, because it's before school, he's rushed it. So he's just charged like a bunch of nicotine before class, we're in roll call and remember not but two months ago this guy puked on the bus and never heard the end of it teacher's like says his name and he's just like yep and everyone looks at him and he's like you white as a ghost <sighs> yeah and then just fucking pukes all over the desk dude and just when we thought he'd lived it down it was back again so yeah that that was his fucking that was his porky story why was it such like you just why it's just because you like, was he, like, was there something about his character that made the puking worse? Yeah, because he was a chubby fucker. Yeah. So, okay. like, if you're a f- fucking chubby kid, you're already going to cop shit. Like, people are going to be like, well, we ever tried not eating so much? You know, like, if you're the yeah. guy, if you're the fat guy that pukes at school. Hey, shout out to Porky, though. I don't know if he's still, like, like if he listens to this sort of stuff. I sh- might have him on Facebook and maybe he's on it. I don't know. Bottom line is, the dude... Um, I seen him after school, lost a bunch of weight, fucking trim, lean, mean fight machine, ready to rock. So. Yeah, there was a guy like that in high school. He was really fat in high school, and then he got super slim afterwards. Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, I, yeah. If 
Fuck, I don't know. They're always runners, aren't they? They always fucking get into marathons and shit. That seems to be the first sign of someone that is, is losing weight. I reckon that shit's unhealthy, man, doing a marathon. Like, because you, like, you see them be marathon runners, their heart gives out on them. Yeah, yeah. Thing. They shit themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, they yeah. actually it's do, just, yeah. Like, it's destroying their body. Like, Fuck that, exercise. dude. If I shit myself, I'm not running another yeah. 15Ks. Yeah. Dude. Oh, I'll just wipe that one and <laughs> keep going. Like, no. It's fucking... Yeah, everyone's into David Goggins at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Stay hard. <laughs> yeah. Just listening to podcasts about fucking be- being yeah. like alpha and all yeah, that shit. Yeah, yeah. Being a better man. The algorithm's got me. Because, you know, and it's just like... Oh, that's why I don't have Instagram and shit. Because you can just fucking feed... It. So like, oh, I'll watch 35 inspirational clips. Hmm. Better watch one more inspirational clip. It's like, oh, in the time that I've watched all these inspirational clips, I've done absolutely fucking nothing, and I'm feeling, like, incredibly uninspired with myself. <laughs> like, it's like it's like a drugs, dude. It's just like it's the illusion of, like, oh, I'm getting heaps done. I'm, you know, you know, yeah. well, at least for me, when I smoke weed, I, fucking, I, I mean, I can be really productive, but it's this illusion of, like, oh, I'm getting heaps done. And there's- oh, that's a good fucking story. So my uncle used to get high before he'd do football practice Mm -hmm. and he thought that he used to train really well when he was stoned (laughs) yeah dude and then he thought to himself i know i will get high before um a game if it works in practice it's gonna work in a game as well dude so he gets fucking stoned to the gills and rocks up to play a game half time happens they switch sides he gets the ball and runs the wrong way Mm-hmm. And no one's trying to tackle him, and he's so stoned, he's just yeah. going, dude. No one wants to touch me. I'm yeah. such a fierce yeah, machine, yeah. such a fierce beast. And everyone's yeah. shouting out to him, "You go the wrong way!" And he thinks they're cheering him on because he's about to try. He slams the ball down, turns around, and everyone's just fucking sitting there gobsmacked. Mm. End of the year, they give him a trophy. Yeah, like- it's a football boot painted gold <laughs> on a plaque. <laughs> And then he got a second trophy, which was a football boot painted red called the blood boot for the most amount of fights. Uh, it was, yeah, a hothead sort of guy. Yeah. So most amount of fights for the year and uh, also the golden the golden boot for the running the ball the wrong fucking way. I've done that so many times playing well, get whacked, and it goes two ways. You either get in that flow state yeah, and you're like... <sighs> in your own mind at least you're like oh i'm untouchable <laughs> you know and you can play really well or oh, it's like that you just start you just a complete you, you know you're on drugs yeah yeah and, yeah, and not in a good way <laughs> I, I blew out my knee twice playing soccer I had two knee reconstructions um that uh, could be a story but is it but is it um next time i come on i'll we'll, uh, i'll drink yeah 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 we'll um, do we'll do a drunk we'll draw a drunk episode drunk yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know it was a thing i have plenty of tell stories. us your just, knee story tell us that one oh i just i was um i came back from melbourne where i've been doing comedy down there and i was not healthy and i was just soccer was the only thing i like was really enjoying and i just played one day and then i just like i've never broken a bone in my left not get injured i thought i was indestructible and then just one day i just changed direction and and then like oh, you hear shit. like the ligament pop was it, it the acl yeah, yeah and, it, and you always hear about people doing their acl yeah, yeah. and it's it sounds like a little like a little steel cable popping yeah like that's how fucking strong the ligament is you yeah know, it takes a couple of kilonewtons whatever the yeah. measurement is to, to break it kilonewtons so it sounds like an evil <laughs> scientist yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's uh, like the combat yeah. against tesla the killer newton takes gonna... uh, nine teslas and four pythagoras's <laughs> to break a um a ligament and, it a Newton. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can hear it pop but then it does and then you, i screamed because you just because your body immediately goes you've done something really bad yeah and then but that doesn't hurt because there's no nerve endings in the thing but your knee just blows up and swells up right and then uh and then a woman took charge and carried me off the field, which added to the humiliation. Not that there was anything wrong with that, yeah. but she, she was this very boisterous yeah. female manager on this team of men's. Right. 
and uh she and had a th- like, i was ready just to kind of hop my way off and then she yeah. just kind of scooped me up like right. a small child carried you like carried me off like trunchable from matilda some big yeah exactly yeah, like that yeah. yeah yeah so it was like you could have just at least given me the dignity after yeah she used to just gently kind of hugging you and hopping off she won hammer throw in 1986 yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> like that yeah good lady though thank you yeah. for doing that yeah yeah she's um, um yeah, she's one of one of those alpha, alpha fucking. She's like she gets something out of managing a team of blokes. Oh. like a, she's like a oh, she's like some soccer dominatrix. That well, uh, you wouldn't want her to be in a better level. She was just like one of those old kind of like good Aussie salt birds. To the earth. Yeah, salt, yeah, yeah. Just you know, it's been working at Oz Post for forty six years. Exactly. Yeah, you got it right with a hammer throw, the yeah. Oz Post, and she just teaches the boys football. And, and she was on the opposing side as well, so God knows why she was scooping me up. Yeah, she had a thing for the. She's like, oh, it's like the injured bird thing, like. No, I didn't particularly feel like yeah, like feeling like a small little injured sparrow. Yeah. Anyway, and then I went to the physio. <laughs> they they. They they put a ligament in and then I was still a little bit wired. They put all the a time. ligament in. Well, they, yeah, they they take a bit from your hamstring. They take oh. one of your tendons from your hamstrings. They fold it up, and then they drill holes and they and they stick it into where your ACL is because yeah, right. That's and then the idea is that the body will take that flesh. It will die, but then it's going to remodel it into a similar style of collagen to a ligament. Right. But the thing is, is there's like nerves in that ligament as well, and it doesn't come back. Well, that's the theory. But better um, than nothing. Well, better than nothing because the body can't, because you've torn it, the body can't create a scaffold to rebuild the ligament. Right. It happens, but they're like medical they're medical marvels and they happen, right. but by and large, it does not happen. Yeah. 99% of the time. They can't bank on you being the 0.1%. <laughs> yeah, less. Yeah. I mean, there's stories where people, they have the x-rays and they go, oh, there's no ACL in there. And then like years later, they come back and it's like, oh, there's an ACL in there. Anyway, so they did that, and then one day I was so eager to play again, but I wasn't ready. And then I was like, oh, I'll play goalkeeper, stupidly. And then the ball came rolling back, and I couldn't pick it up. I'm like, oh, shit, I've got to boot it away. So I booted it, landed on my kicking leg, and the leg wobbled oh, out from shit. under me. I was like, oh, oh. And then I went back to my physio, and she did the whole test. And she's like, oh, I think the ACL's still there. Okay. Anyway, and then I, it just never kind of get better. And yeah. I was just trying to really work through it. I get whacked out my mind so I wouldn't feel anything and just try to keep playing. And then one day I just like, fuck it, I'm just going to go for it and try to dribble around this guy. <laughs> Went to dribble around this guy and <laughs> you see this like sliding of the knee, the two butts and the knee joint like, ah, 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 that didn't feel good. And then, and then I went in and then like I tore a bit of the meniscus and then they did the x-rays again and my doctor was like oh, yeah you know that acl i put in there and i'm like yeah and he's like that hasn't been in there for quite some time I'm like, right, so off. and then i'm like it must have been when i kicked it and flopped out as goalkeeper so we went through the whole process again and then they took a tendon from my other leg this time and but now i play two season school because I, I i played soccer as a kid but i wasn't very good at sport growing up and but then i kind of got all right at sport when i started taking drugs oddly uh, a rare case of that not working out like how where everybody says so i know that's one of my favorite things to do is to play soccer but yeah i, I wish i could remember this countless stories like that where mm. um like you're saying with your uncle before yeah, he yeah. gets whacked before a game and like you just do something <laughs> completely stupid or yeah yeah um but th- dude that happens all the time in sports like people fuck themselves up think she'll be right like i've heard of people that like um I fucking cannot watch. There's a certain type of video I can't watch on the internet. Like, I'm pretty good with most gore or all that shit. You mm-hmm. know, someone will send you a random beheading video and you're like, yeah, fucking yeah, gnarly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Dude, can handle that these days, but I used to get real cross in the past. I'm like, don't send me that shit, man. I don't fucking know. I, I fucking used to be like that as well. Mine but you is, do get jaded as you get a bit older, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes me more to get off now. Yeah, you like, know what I mean? I, like, I... I don't know if it's something about hitting third. I mean, I'm still young, yeah. so you know, can't talk like that. But like, yeah, it's almost as if like your neurochemistry is just kind of like slight, just begins to fry out, or your brain just adjust, where you just don't get that like visceral. You don't not visceral. You get that huge spike of everything yeah. through your mind. You're like, oh, I can't handle that. Can't yeah. watch that. You're just like, oh yeah, that's. But that. eventually, the synapses burn out, and you have no dopamine left, and you still feel something when you see that shit. But. Um- <laughs> 
<laughs> like, uh, look for more extreme videos. Or? I um the videos I can't watch is when someone's on the leg press and they fucking bend their knees back the wrong way. Well, I haven't seen one of those, but that sounds fucking awful. Yeah, because when, when I do used to go to the gym all the time, but mm. don't go anymore. Mm. Um, there was this thing about don't fucking f- fully extend your legs. Keep them even at at the end of your rep. You should still have your knees slightly bent. And it's literally for that because once you put weight on that leg press, if you fucking push it all the way out and hyperextend your legs, then there's a chance that you could fucking do like Yeah, you damage. can just kind of tick it over and then all yeah. the way. Oh, well, thanks for telling me because I only started to do – some guy left his weight belt at soccer the other day. Yeah. So I had it with him. I had to give back. I was at the gym and I put that on. Yeah. And then all of a sudden because I've had hernias, uh, had a hernia, you didn't feel like you're going to blow your guts out. I sat on that leg press yeah. sled. And I was doing like 300 kilos or yeah. something stupid. Yeah. For like for me, because I don't think I got big legs. Yeah. But yeah, I was doing that. I was fully extending, but I can see that you go all the way out. Too and far, then you Too done. far, and then just you could just click it over and oh, oh fuck yeah, dude. It's a bit like the uh, ones when you see people's knee go the other way. Yeah, and then, then dude. they look at it and they, oh, and they start touching there, yeah. and they're just an absolute horror. Yeah, dude, exactly. Well, it doesn't sound like you've got the makings of a um soccer play with the same haircut as you because (laughs) normally normally any little flick or injury on the field they'd be fucking screaming yeah it's Mm. is that that'd be hard you've got to like play it up even if it doesn't hurt (laughs) yeah yeah well it's it's a big it's that annoys me man when i watch elite soccer because i love the game but i understand why people hate the game because of that stuff yeah yeah eventually when you play it and you learn to appreciate the little things like with any sport you you go okay well you can brush that aside but like when you see a guy who's fitter than god yeah come on as a sub i think god would be unfit dude that cunt doesn't do shit he'd just sit there (laughs) watching he's eating fucking m&ms and stuff another fucking Uh, he's fitter than fit as a fiddle fitter than a fiddle (laughs) and they come on you're right yeah and then no, the fiddles are the ones that run the the churches. <laughs> They're the fiddles, the fiddlers. <laughs> yeah, fit as a fiddler. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I yeah. wonder if they have that problem in synagogues or mosques. Probably want- not. You'd think that that's where it'd be more rampant because they spend a lot of time bending over. <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably just. Well, you. I mean, is it only like, it's, it's mainly Catholics. Yeah, I think it is mainly Catholics. I mean, like, you always hear that stuff about, like, religious people, like, sexual deviancy, yeah, like, yeah. some sort of, yeah, Christian they have evangelicals, like, I hate homosexuals, and then he's, like, caught, like, fucking gay prostitutes or something in, in like, Yeah, well, that's because or, he's lying to himself. And yeah, this, yeah, yeah, like, some huge, weird, fucking cognitive dissonance thing that this guy's made his entire life about. I fucking hate the gays. Yeah, anyway, yeah. R.I.P., pal. Yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I saw those articles. Imagine fucking going to the cunt's funeral and stuff. There was a common comedian in Melbourne who talked about, like, yeah, he went to those schools that Pell went to. and Was that Butterfield? Isaac Butterfield talk about that? No. He's a Melbourne comedian, I think. uh, Frank, he used to be, he used to be here in Canberra, but maybe before your time, Frank, oh, for fuck's sakes. Anyway, yeah, Frank somebody, and he, I saw him again in Melbourne. Really intense fella, but he he went to those schools, and he I think he might have been a victim, or he overheard the victims. He was adamant. Yeah, he was absolutely adamant about all that shit. I can't fucking believe it, man. That like people actually like openly went to the funeral and shit. Like it's so crazy that. Like, well, some people believe genuinely that like he uh, get the impression this is what my rationale would be for those people that he was a victim of some sort of like conspiracy to destroy him yeah. or the church yeah which is just some bullshit fucking cover up like there's a band in canberra called inhuman remnants they've got a shirt called pell in hell mm. and they released that when he first got convicted and i don't think that they have any left but they had this really cool design of hell like pell in hell one of my favorite albums growing up was ex horta slaughter in the vatican yeah yeah and they got that fucking album cover where it's like two guys dragging the pope out into the street in like um saint peter square so many cool bands have um covered all that sort of shit off which is rad but you were saying before about um before we before we got into that there was um a point oh yeah you guy. i was just saying sport you see this guy come on as a substitution in the game yeah 
and you know maybe the coach has told him to jog but you just see them like not working yeah and i thought it was interesting because one of my favorite players in arsenal was alexis sanchez okay and he he um grew up in this part of chile and i had a lot of chilean mates in melbourne they're like dude the part of chile he comes from is like rough and then you look it up on google and it's like this fucking old ass corrugated island like lunar <laughs> landscape yeah yeah town. apparently when he went to barcelona despite he speaks spanish everyone thought he was like kind of half retarded or something because that's how thick his accent is fuck yeah but he had to do like backflips as a kid for coins and stuff but he played just like an animal and then there's that guy jamie vardy who won with leicester and that unexpected win yeah. and i used to ask him and they were like well why do you run or what's your routine like at night i have a little glass of port and then i go uh, and then i go to bed and then i have an omelet in the morning and then i have a few red like a red bull and then he put some snuff tobacco in his gum yeah because it's a stimulant you can yeah. use as an athlete that's not banned yeah right and you just run like an animal and they're like well, why do you run so hard and he's like well until the age of 24 because he's one of those rare cases of a guy who came late in life into elite sport mm. he's like until the age of 24 he's like i was waking up at four in the morning to go to a factory to make medical splints and now i'm like getting selected for england yeah he's like and i think i one point is i think there is a big thing with that mental game mm. where it's like like talking with the bricklays before yeah you yeah feel like oh, i can't do it it's like you got more to draw upon than what you think now is that sometimes ultimately harmful i don't know but yeah like uh, you can do horrible shit to your body and yeah man and and like so you're right like i think that because it's more funny to share all the videos of people like taking a dive in soccer than the times when they've been tough as fuck and it doesn't but they're get... not really tough it's fucking annoying they are they are, they are soft yeah and, but the, well the thing is soccer one of the things gets you is, is like you don't know where the challenges are coming from right and like challenges in soccer can fucking hurt it doesn't do what annoys me he's like i'll put on big fuck off kid shin pads or like ankle guards and everything yeah, yeah and i feel good in those but then you see guys like they put like little tea they see them like get on they got like the socks and they put like little teacup shin pads on it's yeah. like well, and then they complain it's like well maybe you put some real proper fucking shin pads in your yeah, socks yeah. you wouldn't be complaining so much when you got kicked yeah yeah and that's the thing it's like you can get kicked and it hurts and there's studs and there's an angle and you're going full pelt because you know yeah. and then you clipped from this way and it's and you can see some awful injuries occur where people snap their legs and stuff. Yeah, and stuff. spiral fractures and stuff, yeah. But, you know, it's like in rugby, you know, you, you run into a challenge and you're kind of hunched and you're ready for it and it's in front of you. Like, AFL yeah. looks brutal to me because you don't know where the... You know when, like, someone gets a whiplash challenge yeah, yeah. AFL, they catch a ball and then some dude just comes in behind True, and clears yeah. them out and they've got a huge whiplash it's kind of like in rugby, like you need to be consistently tough, but you know, it's just like, I'm hitting that wall. I'm hitting that wall. I'm hitting yep. that wall. Um, but no, in soccer, they are, they're just, and, and the thing is, is the refereeing is often so bad that it's just, and the pressure on them to win is so high mm. that they'll, they, I mean, you do, well, there is sometimes in soccer, you get clipped and it is a foul and yeah. then you're like, all right, well, I'm going to go down yeah. to get the foul. Yeah. But like the way they do the acting, the histronics and the cheapness of like, and there's cameras on them and it's just yeah. like, dude, we can see you being a shit cunt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've seen some great videos. Um, of the like, women do it yeah. less, man. That's what one of the cool things about women's football is. Yeah. It's like, I don't know if it's got like a chip on their shoulder or they got something to prove or. Yeah. Um, just seen, don't need to, but you know how it is. Like, yeah, too, too, too many. Um, they don't, they, don't, they don't like the reputation maybe yeah yeah so they just they do that stuff less where True. you just see less like really cheap diving yeah yeah taking a dive but yeah well, that um that brings us to an hour man let's uh let's wrap, wrap it, it up that. yeah yeah okay cool that went pretty quickly yeah so um cheers for being on the show man I, thanks for having me yeah I, yeah we'll we'll get you we'll do another episode down the track man yeah, but but um yeah episode 85 with uh dom and i've got um this one comes out just before the Canberra Comedy Festival date, so I've got a gig on the uh, 22nd of March in the Canberra Comedy Festival with Jeremy Smith. And also, I Go have... Go see Mark. He works hard all the time, doing lots of gigs. Be good, fun. Yeah, Real good, yeah. fun. I saw him at Smith's the other night. It was really good. It was... Yeah, I got a clip from that um, on, on social. So, yeah, um, there's that. And then also, 
Um, I have my 30th birthday roast at the basement on the 30th of March. I'm doing a birthday roast. I'm going to write that down. Um, and, yeah, we'll be able to uh, check that one out. So, yeah, cheers, everyone, for tuning in, and um, we'll see you at the next one. Thanks for having me, man. Peace. Don't buy me a drink. Just name names. Yes, yeah, right. Big Tony. You'll get fucking thrown out of the strip club with your floppy disk. Yeah, all day. Make people feel shamed for shit all day. <laughs> Don't blow it. it into a hard drive. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. We're here to keep it simple. Count your money. That they're not proud of. Just give me ten bucks. All right.